Hey guys, it's The Mangler, coming to you live from not one section of rocks on Ridgeline, and I'd like to welcome you to a bonus episode of the Pisgah Podcast to round off your 2020 year. My chat with Eric Porter for this week's episode was a long and healthy one, and for timing restraints, we usually trim down our interviews to try and keep the shows below about an hour long. But one thing I wanted to be able to share with you guys from the cutting room floor was a bike check with Eric. He's got an interesting background in his career, which hopefully you've listened to his interview. So I wanted to get a little more detail about how he sets up his bike and why. But can you kind of give me a rough bike check of what your mountain bike is and what parts you're running right now? So I'd say my primary trail bike for big days is a Diamondback Release 29. And so that is a 150 front travel, 130 rear travel, 29 inch wheels. The rear end is short. The front end is slack, but not, you know, like enduro race slack. It's just a really fun all around bike. That's the bike I picked for big days that I can still jump it and manual around and play on. And then for my build on it, I've got some Reynolds carbon wheels on it. I switched the tires up a lot, but I've been running the pinners from Kenda. That's the Aaron Gwynn signature tire. So that's a like a dry conditions tire. It's been, we didn't get rain from June till like November here in Utah. Yeah. So that's been my go-to tire for here. I've got SRAM Axis drivetrain on it. Works awesome. I actually don't bring that on um, like a big international trip just because I want to be able to fix something in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, keep it simple for sure. It just works so good that I end up running that all the time. And then I've got uh, Magura MT7 brakes on there with 180 rotors. Um, that's a four piston brake. They're super light and powerful. And I run the Loic Bruni levers on there as well. They're pretty well fitted for bigger hands, which I wear like XL gloves when I wear gloves. And so I like to set my levers up kind of close to the bar and slid in towards the stem a bit so my fingers are at the outside of the lever and you get the most leverage that way so they have a nice light touch basically and then the 180 rotors are powerful enough for most of the stuff i'm riding if i go to whistler i'll throw 200s on because you're descending for maybe six thousand feet um yeah. you know <laughs> 35 mil stem from deity and 780 wide bars i mean you're a tall guy how do you like 780 bars I think they're uh, they're good. 780 lets you get through the trees and everything. And I don't know, 780 feels pretty good for me. I've got 800s on my downhill bike because you're doing a little bit less kind of tree weaving and stuff. But just having a little bit narrower is, is good for weaving through things and still feels wide enough for the leverage that I like. A little easier to click an X up too. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. I do like to play around on my bikes and I ride a size large. I'm six foot three. Um, I think technically I should probably be on an XL, but I find that I can get the seat high enough on the size large and it just makes the bike a bit more playful and nimble. And um, the big thing too is when I lower my seat all the way, it's right in between my knees which is where you would set it up for, you know, say jumping or something like that. Yep. So, so you if you wanted the to, seat and stuff. yeah, so you can pinch the seat and do no handers or whatever. And if I was on an XL, I wouldn't be able to get the seat down low enough because, you know, maybe the reach would be a little bit better, but the top tube would be taller and the standover height would be taller for when you're, I don't know, like a tall guy and yourself out of a situation, <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, without having a visual for people to see, I'll do that all the time where, you know, you get into trouble on a trail and I've saved myself so many times by just being tall and having that lower standover on the bike to where you're kind of like 
running with your feet off the bike kind of on the sides of the trail or whatever to to save yourself from crashing you know if i was racing cross country i'd be on an xl but i like to just go ride and have fun so large fits great oh what suspension are you running I'm running Fox suspension, so I have a 36 Grip 2 up front. I ran a Flodex 2 on the back all year. And then for the North Carolina trip, I put a DPX 2 on there. And it's just a little bit more, I don't know, jumpy and playful. I mean, you can set up the X2 for that too, but it was um, they just have a different feel with the different volume and the different uh, dampers in there. The Diamondbacks, um, a lot of those come with the, the little mini bash that mounts to your chain guide mount. Ooh, that's nice. Um, yeah, so it just doesn't weigh much uh mrp makes those so for you know i like to try to bunny hop over dumb stuff and (laughs) again just mess around on the trail and it gives you that level of i'm not gonna smash my chain ring if i mess up are you on flats or clips you know the last two years i've been primarily on flats i go back and forth quite a bit you know grew up on both i i like riding both but when you're shooting a lot it's just easy on and off with the flats. If I'm just going out for a ride with friends, a 30 mile cross country ride, I'm going to put clips on. But if I'm just going out riding, I don't feel like I'm losing much efficiency on the flats. And it's just fun sliding into corners with your foot off or kind of feeling a little looser on the bike. I kind of like that that connection over the clips. I basically, I have clipless on the road bike and I'll put clipless on when I'm doing big dumb rides just because it's one less thing to have to think about and foot placement and whatever else. But you know, bike packing trips, like the India trip, I knew there'd be a lot of hike bike. So I went flats. A lot of them I end up on flats because specifically because of hike bikes on routes. I do feel pretty strongly that everybody should learn how to ride flats and be really comfortable on them. So there you have it. Eric Porter's trail bike setup. You can keep up with Eric on Instagram at PorterMTB which we have a post with him tagged on our Instagram, which you should follow at Physica Podcast. And as always, we would love a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for you to tell your buds all about us. And if you've ever smacked your shin with a bike pedal, go ahead and click that subscribe button.